Or I got one. I got one better. <laughs> Start doing our outros and say, Matt, where can we find you? <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, I'm adding Matt. Okay. Greg, you know what to do. Yep. All right. And you can find me on uh, Instagram at Macmillan Photo and Twitter, Macmillan underscore photo. Oh, Matt's there. Matt, we're just finishing up. Funny stuff, guys. <laughs> I, I I knew this the second I heard what you were saying. I knew you were with me. <laughs> we're never we're never done before ten p.m. Never. Uh, we're barely started before ten p.m. That's right. Um. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean that was creative. I, I appreciate that, but. <laughs> <laughs> this is episode 300 on May 31st, 2019. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Tiny Shutter Podcast, where we talk about iPhone photography and other things. I'm Joseph Ferreira. I'm Dave Podner. I'm Greg McMillan. I'm Matt Hoffman. And I'm Mark Sadowski. Welcome, gentlemen. 300. Sorry for last week. We kind of pod faded a little bit. Um, <laughs> no, we, uh, we, we, we got together to do a show and then just as like time went by and we're like, yeah, we're good. We'll wait till next week. But, uh, yeah, it's funny. I, I still look at some of the old podcasts that I used to listen to and I thought, man, they're going great. And like, there's one in particular, I was thinking, man, he's going to burn himself out. And sure enough, you know. He's not doing it anymore. It's, so, but 300 episodes. How does it feel to be I, 300? Uh, I remember the lens wipe. It was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they, they had something going and then all of a sudden they just fell off the side of the earth. It's weird. I wonder what happened to them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They all uh, jump ship to get onto the uh, tiny shutter. Um. <laughs> uh, and don't forget about that meatloaf podcast. <laughs> Oh, the meatloaf. That was oh, a yeah. flash in the pan. Oh, that was a gosh. flash in the pan. <laughs> <laughs> Speak, yeah. Oh, gosh. So 300, we, um, yeah, we, we're thinking, like all the other Landmarks uh, episodes that we had, oh, let's do something. We're like, nah, we're good. Uh, <laughs> but Mark is here on the show, so uh, you know that's a that's a huge plus. I think I paid the bills um, on the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's we my uh, so long, everybody. See you next month. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Now you've been uh, you've been doing pretty good with the with the videos and. Uh, um, yeah, we're, 
we're in a different season now. It's starting to get warmer, but uh, let's uh, let's talk about uh, our what we've been up to after we talk about our focus point. Focus point. All right. Um, so we decided today to talk about something that is near and dear to the hearts of photographers everywhere. Well, at least those that care. Um, it's a interesting subject because it is, uh, I think, more prevalent these days with digital photography and a lot of people getting into it. Uh, but it is the age old, hey, can we, uh, can we, publish your images and just give you like a, a shout out, you know, <laughs> it's the age old question of, you know, what are you worth? So Matt, go ahead and tell everybody what happened this week. All right. Yeah. So I got a little fired up earlier this week, uh, over this sort of uh, situation and, and I think it was because I, I just had a very strange last week with various entities and people reaching out to me with these really odd uh, offers and stuff that kind of revolved around my photography. But but this one, this one in particular, just sort of pushed me over the edge. So, um, and, and I'm going to name names here because it's really not like slandering or anything like that because everything i'm going to say is true um i was reached out to v through instagram by a, a magazine that's a kind of like a regional magazine here it's called lake erie living and it's a very nice magazine it's you know uh, thick and high gloss and you know it's it's nice right and um it's one of those magazines, though, that like a majority of the magazine is advertisements. And uh, they um, saw like one of my pictures from somewhere up on Lake Erie on Instagram, and they reached out and said, hey, you know, we want to um, put this photo in the July, August issue. Um, would you be willing to let us publish it? And if so... Can you supply like a high res uh, copy of it? And then they also wanted me to write a uh, what they called it a, a short caption. Um, and then they offered uh, some of the info that, that I could include in the in the caption would be uh, like when and where the photo was taken, who took it, obviously myself, um, what I was doing when I took the picture, and then pressing the shutter I, button <laughs> yeah. sorry no you know what they mean yeah, um, the like at, at the time i took the picture i was kayaking so um they also wanted to know they wanted me to write about what i love about the area um any restaurants museums or attractions or other places that i could recommend i'm like that's not a caption that's like Yes. You know, a couple paragraphs worth of <laughs> of stuff. So, um, I, like, my initial reaction to that was like, 
cool. You know, I, I'd like to be published in that magazine. Um, but that's a lot of work, you know, to, um, get them the photo to write all that stuff. I wonder what this pays. So I asked them and their response was, um, basically, sorry, we didn't realize that you were a professional photographer. We're looking for amateur shots for this feature. Thanks. So that response just sent me over the edge because whether it's whether it's whether I'm a professional or not, and and very much so, I am not a professional photographer. Um, I, I find it super insulting that a, a magazine that generates a ton of revenue through advertising um, and really is kind of more or less based around the photography in the magazine that they wouldn't have a, a budget for photography. Right. And, well, and right the, there. they're, they're sure. a magazine, right? Did you say national? Uh, I, I don't know. They're definitely regional. I, I don't know if you, you could like find it like in Arizona or something like that, but yeah, the, the, the ton of money that they're receiving is probably not so much of a ton, but maybe a few pounds here and there. <laughs> They don't make as much as you think. Okay. Okay. Sure. It's not, you know, okay. It's not a national magazine, but it's, it's a big magazine, especially, you know, for the area here and the, and, you know, Lake Erie, (laughs) you know, is, there's a lot of land that borders Lake Erie. So it's, you know, it's a, it's a, a big area. Um, and just judging by the quality of the magazine, it's not like just some, you know, crappy low budget magazine. I mean, it's a, it's a nice magazine. Right. Give them that. So, um, and, so and they, it's not like uh, I'm not asking for like, you know, two hundred dollars or something to do this. Um, they they literally could have said twenty bucks. Yeah. And I would have been like, eh, yeah, I guess. You know, wh- whatever. At least they offered something, but um, but you know, they. I, I just feel like when they come back to me and say we're looking for amateur photos, I I don't know. I don't buy that. To me, that is just them looking to take advantage of um, f- photographer, whether they're photographers or not, just people that might um, just jump at the chance to get published, like no matter what the cost. And like, I'm not desperate to get my, my pictures published. And, you know, there's a, there's a a price on, on my vision, my skill, you know, the time it, it took to learn, you know, all all this stuff. Um, And, and not even so much the photo part, it's really more for me, it's, I'm putting a price on the writing part because I'm not a, I don't write. I'm not a, a writer. I mean, if you follow me on Instagram and you see my captions, um, the less words, the better. Cause yeah. I, I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't really like to write all that much. Um, so, so everything I just said about like how I felt about it, I, I wrote back to them and I let them know in, in no uncertain terms, exactly how I felt about it. And I didn't think I was going to hear back from them, but, um, they did, they did 
uh, write me back yesterday evening and basically reiterated again the whole amateur photo uh, angle um, that they're wow. putting together a group of amateur photos found on Instagram for this story. And each photo will have a short caption about the picture. Then they went on to say that the caption would be written by them. So if it's written by them, then why did they ask me to like write all that stuff in their initial email? Well, what happens is that they just get the, like, all they need is no. I, they can, I I understand. I could I could spend the time you know writing out a nice thing, and they're still going to edit it six ways to Sunday, and you know probably pare it down or whatever. But um, that's you know that's not how it came across in their uh, right. You know, <laughs> but but I mean I w- I went through this last year with. Um, another publishing company here in Ohio that, that was publishing the like Ohio travel guide that you would, you know, you stop at like a a welcome center or rest area or whatever. And you could pick up the travel guide. Yeah. They, they wanted, uh, they wanted to use one of my photos in the travel guide and they wanted it for free. And they, and they said, you know, you'll get, um, you know, a credit, right. And I said, you know, absolutely not. You know, I I don't want to do that. What can you offer me? It's a it's a travel guide. It's full of advertising. Again, you must have a budget yeah. for photography. And uh, they said, well, I mean, your photo is really not going to be any bigger than like a thumbnail in this travel guide. <laughs> but then they offered me they offered me forty dollars. Oh, okay. and I was like, sure. For forty bucks, you could have a thumbnail. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to, to, you know, and I'm thinking, why? Why didn't you just offer that in the first place? I mean, I, I get it. Everyone wants to do things as cheap as they can, but um, there's just this whole movement now of photography being com- commoditized and just everyone thinking they could have it for free. Um. I don't know. That just really bothers me because what other profession do people do this to? I, I can't think of one. Well, Writers. it's well, yeah. Uh, it, so what gets me is that they're going on Instagram and finding these images. But if you've noticed Facebook and Instagram, there's more and more ads. There's, you know, the, the advertising that's on there. Uh, Instagram's getting their money. Uh, Facebook is doing these stupid ads that happen, you know, right smack in the middle of the video that you're about, you know, you're watching and you're like, you know what? I don't want to watch that video anymore. I don't care. And I'll go, I'll move on to something else, but you know, to turn around and then, you know, say, Hey, you know, we're going to publish you and, uh, Hey, um, yeah, we're not going to mention anything about, you know, compensation is insulting. Um, I mean, if it was National Geographic, I would say, yeah, go, go ahead, take it. <laughs> you know, that's different. But, you know, if it's if it's I'll a travel, well, you could say, hey, I'm published in National Geographic. Well, see, herein lies. I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate. No, go for it. Go for it. So the reason why companies are doing this is because now they have a multi shit bin 
of photos that they can just reach out and just yeah. bait yep, faces. Yep. And the reason why they're getting it for free is because not only are people uh, throwing their photos online, but they are champing at the bit to, to be, be published for free. And, you know, yeah. the, the, re- the reason why they, they are doing this simply is because they can. And, you know, they, 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 they don't need professionals. They, they could get whatever they need to, to fill their, you know, their, their, their pages with just some Joe Schmo that happened to take a good photo. Hey, you want to be, uh, you want your name in lights? Here you go. And, and, and that person is going to say, Hey, look at me. I, I, I published here. Isn't that great? Well, how much did you get? I got nothing, yeah. but that's fine. It's like, all right. Yeah. Great. You just, uh, screwed yourself and you screwed the other people that could have made a buck off of it. But you're right. You're right. I care. Yeah. Care. Yeah. And you know, so national geographic is one of those, uh, types of magazines where you're like, Oh, that would be awesome. You know, it is more prestigious, but no, it, you're right about, you know, it is the principle. Um, and the, even then national geographic is gotten rid of their staff photographers. I know. Everything, everything, everything is contract now, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Um, Sports Illustrated is now a, a thing of the past. Newspapers are, um, you know, ditching their photographers for reporters with iPhones. Um, yeah. You know, it's they're not making money anymore. <laughs> it's it's even National Geographic is, you know, trying to find a way to get back into, you know, the the glory days. Right. Uh, no magazine right now is. You know, yeah, they're full of ads. And that that's like barely keeping the, the lights on in most cases. Now uh, I will, I will say that I had one, I've only been approached once and it was for McDonald's. Um, oh. it, it was, it was, they were, uh, redoing one of their stores here in, in Rock Hill. And they, they found some of my images of Rock Hill and, uh, you know, they approached me via email and I, man, I was like going through trying to find those emails, but, um, I think they're gone. Uh, they, so they, we got into talking about money and then all of a sudden I didn't hear them anymore. It was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, cause you they know, were enough. My, my experience with this is also with Matt because I was contacted to see if I could get in touch with Matt. <laughs> they contacted like the the one of the few times where I wasn't having problems with the tiny shutter email address was to get in touch with Mess to to see if they could use one of his photos. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it, it's it's funny, and and yeah, there. Who, who was that? I the 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 well, the first one was the. It was probably the one paying client. No, they weren't paying. <laughs> <laughs> And you told me to tell them to shove it because they've been trying <laughs> to for a while now. You've been. Oh, okay. And so now I take it upon myself to be your agent and ask ridiculous. Oh. <laughs> I see. <laughs> so, so now what you're saying is not only am I not getting paid by some uh, photo <laughs> client, but I also owe you money. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. 
the 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 cost of just making sure that you're the prima donna you deserve to be is paving enough for me. <laughs> Oh gosh! Uh, you can tell them you have to get paid because you have to pay your agent. There we go. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in some office, they're going to talk about this. This freaking dick. He, he they had he had his agent tell us to stick. We for not only a thousand dollars for the photos, but where where are we going to get where are we going to get that much? marmalade yeah or a pony <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was worth that <laughs> so let me ask you this uh you know what do we need to do as photographers to rectify this is there Nothing. anything that we dead. can do it's dead just say no it's well i mean yeah i mean if if you're making a living with photography then you you say no and and the thing is, the times are changing. The, the, the cat's already out of the bag. You're yeah. not going to stop the plethora of photos that are just being just Pilfered. regurgitated on yeah. Instagram and all these other places. Look at stock photography. Stock photography, you could make a living off of it one, at one point. Right. Now, it's an absolute joke. You could get it for pennies on the dollar. Oh, that reminds me. I sold a uh, a license to one of my photos uh, the other day uh, through IM. Uh-huh. You'll never guess what I made. Twenty five dollars, a buck thirty seven. Dude, I'm being jealous. Hey, that's hey, that's hey, more than me. Down. That's wow. more than me. Yeah, that's a slush. Um, <laughs> a small one. Small one mm. from Cumberland Farm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there really isn't a career in magazines and newspapers, but there's still a career with weddings and more face-to-face stuff where people can hire you. And even that's becoming few and far between. It's such a... I mean, me being in the wedding business, it, it's such a ridiculously saturated market. Right. The, the place where, uh, I mean, it, 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 it's, it's, a, it's a crazy changing business that we're in, uh, the photography. Uh, if you're somebody who's making money off of photography, um, a, a lot of times people are charging, you know, you know classes to, to take. Right. You, know, you have all these people that are taking photos, might as well teach them how to do it properly. Right. And, and so you have a lot of, a lot more yeah. seminars, a lot more like uh, travel guides that, you know, you could, you could go on. Um, it, it's, I, I, I don't know what to say. Like it, I, I myself am feeling the pinch and I'm often asked, you know, Hey, can you do this cheaper? Or, I mean, I don't get asked so much anymore. But like the, there was that time where people would ask, you know, hey, can you do it for free? You know, I'll, it's great exposure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, so no, like, that's what the film gets. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> great exposure. Uh, but, but I mean, photography now is a commodity. Let, let me ask you this. What, what is the difference between you being asked to feature your photo for free on uh, uh, in, in a magazine or – uh, using hashtag for 
you know, let's say REI sports where, Hey, we'll feature your photo. Right. You know, you know, use this hashtag and we'll, we'll, we'll feature your photo on IG or new England or IG or Ohio. You know, it's like, what's the difference? It's somebody else who's getting, uh, getting more views for themselves and using other people's work. Well, the, the hierarchy is Instagram first, then whichever hashtag, you know, uh, that you chose. And then you're somewhere there at the bottom if, if people even choose. But you don't you get nothing, absolutely nothing. Now, it, on the slim chance that they say, hey, you know, we really like this guy's work. Maybe we can contract him. That's different. But the likelihoods that they're going to choose you or do that is slim. It's it's slim, and most most people who are, I mean, right now there's a, there's a new market where you can make money indirectly from photography. Um, let's look at YouTube, for example. Uh, Thomas Heaton, he's a landscape photographer. That, that is a very popular YouTube star. Um, you, you have Peter McKinnon, who's a photographer, uh, who was the probably the biggest uh, YouTube photographer uh, right now. He, I think he has the most subscribers, but they're making their money indirectly uh, by doing advertising. Yeah. They're, they're on the YouTube platform that handles the advertising. Right. You're basically turning not the photography, your photography end product as the end product, but you're using your process as the end product. And again, it kind of comes back to you know photography and stuff, which is also why I happen to make a YouTube channel about iPhone photography too, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because it's the only thing that's going to pay. We'll go back nine, nine, ten years ago, and that's where a lot of the professional photographers that were starting to find out that, you know, hey, um, uh, we're not the only ones on the block. People are moving in. That They went to podcasting. You know, that's sort of they were thinking that's you know that's the next train if i can if i can podcast and be able to talk about photography or or do that type of stuff i may but see they were focused on the wrong demographics they weren't getting clients they were just getting followers and the other followers were photographers and then they decided to do workshops and uh you know location um workshops and stuff like that they can make money you know teaching or uh you know taking people to the place that they normally would go you know where they would pay for their um uh their cost of getting there but then have fees to be able to you know pay for you know uh some sort of a living but yeah it just it's ever changing and you have to you have to stay almost ahead of the curb because it, the 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 photographers are like uh, you know, prior to digital age where they wouldn't help anybody because if they help somebody, it would take away from their business or, you know, even still are out of business. I know a lot of photographers that, you know, put all their equipment away. It just, yeah. they got burned out or they just, it just dried up. 
And it's like, okay, wow, you know, you didn't want to change. You kept saying, no, this digital, you know, newfangled thing, it, it's not going to last. That's not a true photographer. Or, you know, now we're like, oh, you're using a smartphone. That's not true photography. It was like, well, well <laughs> the, the rules have changed. Exactly. And, you know what? It, it doesn't even matter uh, if, um, you know, even, even changing with the times, you know, everybody's been hit hard. I remember one of the last weddings that I, um, that I was, I didn't photograph this wedding, but, um, it, it was uh, a friend of mine who, who got married back in, I think it was either 2000 or 2001. I think it was year 2000. Digital was just becoming, yeah, like a a, a thing to, to to like back. What was it? That was back with the. I have to date this back to camera models. Um, <laughs> it was just before the Canon 20D. Oh gosh, yeah. And the Canon 20D was a big deal back then, because that was a camera that wasn't the 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 D the one D series that could probably take on a wedding, like the, be able to to have the the guts to to be able to to do what you needed to do. I mean, which the the, the that that was total BS because back in right. that time I was doing weddings on a rebel uh, on a digital rebel. Yeah, yeah. As long as he had good glass, he were fine. Um, but, uh, you know, this was uh, – my, my friend had a film photographer. Uh, it was one of the last few times the film was used. And I think he paid around like $4,000 for wow. wedding photography. That, you know, that's back in 2000 um, where, where, you know – I guess things were, you know, worth more. I don't know. <laughs> um, so now in this area, you to like four thousand is considered high end wedding photography. Like your average wedding photographer is getting paid between you know fifteen hundred and you know twenty five hundred uh, in in this area. Um, and I'm in the Massachusetts area, north of Boston. Um, I mean, yes, you could go higher. There, there are more, but the average person isn't spending that much uh, because digital has just killed that market. It's it, now the camera. I mean, look at it this way: when you had to use film, you had to know what you were doing. You had Absolutely. to know. You know, the camera did a little bit, but you know, now you have cameras that tell you. You know, you you just point and shoot. The camera does all the work and all you need to do is make sure your composition is great. And you know, you know, you're, you're, you're already getting the exposure preview. You don't need to know that much. You, you can let the technology do most of the work for you. Now one can argue composition is a yes. huge deal. And it is. <laughs> composition is a big, big, big deal, but now your gateway to, uh, to to becoming a photographer has tr moved dramatically down. I mean, you could shoot a you can shoot a wedding using your iPhone. I've done it. Yep. <laughs> um, 
it's there, there's so much you could do. Uh, I mean, look at Hollywood. Uh, who who's the dude that filmed an entire movie using the iPhone? Um, the name escapes me right oh, now. Oh gosh. I know it's happened a couple times. It seems like every time there's a big jump in. It was the same director. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, God. What was it? Tangerine was one. Um, oh, Tarantino. No? Tangerine? No, that's not Tarantino. Sodenberg? Sodenberg? Thank you. Sodenberg. Sodenberg. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, it was it, insane. I'm seeing the article now. Yeah. Um, but like, like we we did it. We we could do anything now. <laughs> it's it's like we we've achieved the dream. But now it's kind of like a nightmare because you know, it's a two-edged right, so, sword. Basically, exactly. uh, two-edged. On the one hand, Christ, we can do anything we want. Right. And on the other hand, it's like, oh, shit, we could do anything we want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, so Dave or, or Greg, have you guys ever had been approached about uh, having your images um, published without compensation? I can't um, recall myself. Go ahead, Dave. I'm trying no, to think. No, no. I mean, the closest I've come was going to some live events, posting something to an Instagram story, uh, tagging the people involved, and them asking me, "Can they use the video to repost it their in their own Instagram story?" But nothing, you know, in terms of as much as anyone else had. But that's pretty much as close as I've gotten. Yeah, I've no no publication I I, I believe yeah. has ever nope. approached me to no. um to use my images. Nearly nearly all, I would say 95%, 99 to 99% of the images that I have done that I haven't been compensated for have always been for nonprofit or for um you know doing it as a uh, sort of gifting, sort of like uh, when we would do community projects with my work, um, and you know. But then there were there were times where I was actually you know paid my salary to do you know to take pictures at work because they said, oh you, you know let's go to Joe you know and and do that. So I didn't do my normal work, but I was still paid my 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 regular salary to do it. Um, and so sometimes that can lead into other things, but you know mine has always been you know for either organizations I work for or uh, organizations that I volunteer for. And so, you know, for me, it's like I know where to draw the line. Um, I'm not going to break my back or, you know, put myself in harm's way uh, for something that's, you know, uh, that I know that it's just going to be, you know, used here and there. But I'm also, you know, I, I want to be able to use my gifts and talents to uh to to do good things with i just don't want people coming in and and taking it 
You know, it's different. It's a different beast when you're working towards something and you're giving it than to have uh, uh, somebody come and say, hey, can we take that from you? And uh, by the way, you know, we're you know, we're not going to compensate you for it. Yeah, that's that's different. You know, you can you can draw lines. There can be gray areas. But, you know, uh, you know, what are you are you are you hoarding it to yourself? Or are you able to give it away here and there? It, you know, that's different. But yeah, I think I think the, really the only other time this was a few years ago was we did for family. Uh, we did the wedding photography for them. Yeah. And did the editing, put the online thing together, got some prints done. But that was partially, you know, instead of giving them a wedding gift, we did right. the photography for them. So, you know, we, we in a way, we didn't charge them, and we didn't get money for it, but it was also, we're going to come to the way, we're going to take the photos, and by the way, we're not going to give you any money by going there, but <laughs> yeah. you're going to get this photography out of it versus having to pay someone, you know, a good amount of money for it. That's a robbing a photographer up there. <laughs> shame shame uh -huh. no, sorry. <laughs> i mean you know that's fine it's you know, it's look you can, you can i yeah go ahead matt let, let me ask you guys one one thing and then we could uh, probably should move on, on from yeah. this um but here here's a, a situation that i was in tonight and i want to know if it makes me a hypocrite on this whole this whole thing um, so this evening and, and kind of part of the reason why I was late to this, uh, uh, recording tonight is because I was up at, um, Stan Hewitt in Akron, uh, place I've mentioned a handful of times now on this show. It's the, uh, estate of one of the right. founders of Goodyear Tire and Rubber. Um, in any case, they were having a, uh, an art, uh, an opening for like an art installation and uh it was like a private event tonight but they invited me to come and take pictures um so i went and the the deal is like i i go take pictures um they give me like a little uh it's kind of like a bookmark and it'll have like a couple hashtags on it that they want me to use when i post you know the pictures to instagram um but but here's here's the thing they don't put any kind of restrictions on me i could take pictures of whatever i want so like i had uh full access to the whole grounds tonight and this is i don't know how many acres this place is but it's huge and um i was able to bring my wife and my son um this is a place that normally when you go you pay an admission fee which we didn't have to do um, there was food, there was drinks, there was music. Um, they're, they're not dictating how many photos I have to post. I could honestly probably post none. Um, they just might not invite me to come back ever again. <laughs> um, so I'm posting these pictures and using these hashtags, which is a way for them to market for people to come to this art showing, but I feel like I got something out of it 
right. in that it's I was able to bring my family. That's that's big to me. Yeah. You know that I'm not just running off and you know doing my thing on my own while my wife and son are just sitting at home doing nothing. Um, you know, and there was no cost for us to do that other than the gas to drive there. Um, you know, I I like photographing there. The place is just absolutely beautiful and I could literally spend an entire day there shooting and not be bored of it. So I don't, I don't know, like that kind of situation, do you think that's different or does it make, does it make me a hypocrite? Makes you a hypocrite. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, no, no. it it comes down to this. You you got something out of it. This was something that meant something to you. And you were satisfied with the exchange. And that's that's fine. Like the, the, the other deal, you know, where, where they wanted to post something, you weren't comfortable with it. You thought it was you, you didn't feel right. And you know what? You, you, you declined it. And that's fine, too. Like, it's fine. Like, that's. You're if they, if they if they had charged you the normal fees to, to, to walk the grounds and, and all that stuff, then it would be different. Right. Yeah. I, I would decline that for sure. Um, if that was the case. Um, but <laughs> that, that does make it sound like, um, you know, a cheapskate would only go to this place if it was free. Um, that is not the case. I've been there multiple times and paid to be there and brought, like family that was visiting and stuff like that to, to see the place. Cause it's incredible. Um, but I, I do continually get invited by, by that estate to come and photograph there, which I, I do think is cool. And, and Mark, I mean, you're right. I, I suppose it, it is hypocritical, but it, uh, the distinction is I'm getting something out of it. Here's the other thing to look at. If you, Oh, do we lose Mark? I think he's yelling at his pets. Or oh, something. okay. Okay. All right. So uh, here's the other thing. There was a bunch of raccoons outside. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. I said your pets. Your pets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so here's something to think about. You know, Mark's the stupidest thing. <laughs> but when, she's like, eh. <laughs> All right. Oh, so interrupt the show for that. That's all right. That's yeah. Episode 300. Woohoo. All right. Um, so, you know, some, something to think about too is like, uh, Matt, in your situation, um, you know, you never know where, you know, what uh, sweat equity you're putting into that could possibly lead to something else. Um, and, and so sometimes we have to think of in, non-monetary uh you know uh, what type of uh situations we can get because i know there's probably some people who have uh done something for an organization sort of like what uh what you're doing and they decide you know what we know this guy we like him he does good work let's hire him you know, uh, you know, I don't know if that's a situation that you want to be in, but, you know, you never know what, you know, what type of work that you're doing that could lead to other things. You know, I, I worked in telecommunications, you know, for, 
uh, almost two decades, you know, now, you know, now I'm in a totally different line of work, but I, I'm able to use the talents and the, the skills that I have, not only from telecommunications, but also photography and graphic design um, and teaching abilities to, to be able to, you know, t- take me in a different direction that I thought I was going. So, you know, what are the, what are the trade-offs? What are the things that you think, you know what, I'm okay with that. Um, you know, I, and I've mentioned this before, but photographers are the first ones to pull out the torches and the pitchforks, you know, when it comes to certain things, but you never know, you know, somebody could have done something for free and they said, Hey, look what I did. And if somebody said, Oh, how much you get paid? And they said nothing. You're like, Oh, you traitor. Ah! But you know, later on down the road, they pick them up and say, Hey, we like this guy, you know, let's pay him a salary to do the things that he has been doing for us. And, you know, if he had told, if he had said no, then, you know, they would have been like, ah, let's move on to the next guy. You never know. So, look, you know, this, the reason why it's easy for us to say the photographers are the first to get the pitchfork side is because <laughs> we happen to be photographers, <laughs> not the only ones that experience this. No, Any, no. anybody in, in any kind of art community is experiencing this. Videographers are going through this. Uh, anybody who plays an instrument is going through this. Um, anybody who does anything with like catering or anything like that get, are, are notoriously hunted to do stuff for free by nonprofit organizations who are, uh, you know, just skimming off the top. Uh, they, they, that's like one of the biggest scams is nonprofits. I'm calling you out nonprofits. <laughs> 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 and, um, you know, it's it, it's just it's 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 the way it is. It's the way it's always been. Right. Uh, I, I'm I'm going to say that you know, hey, newspapers are in trouble. They're losing their photographers. Guess what? Newspapers have always been in trouble. I remember in the '90s when I was a reporter, they were in trouble. They 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 they, they don't know their ass from their elbow when it comes to, uh, to you know, dealing with money. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, and, you know, it is what it is. Um, you know, the fact that it, it, photography now is a commodity, it's that it is what it is. And, yep. and, you know, we, the, the, the landscape is still changing. You know, the, it's, you know, we have different ways to make money off of photography. Uh, we, there, there are now more, you know, niches, let's just say. Um, and, and, more will continue to grow. And oh yeah, it's it, it, we're limited to our imagination now, and that that's on the one thing. It's it, it's a very vast, scary thing because you know it's you know the possibilities are limitless, but the possibilities are also very deep and unfathomable and that could be you know we don't know what's going to work and what does work and what works for one person will not work for somebody else right Uh, it's just it's just a scary world we live in or alternatively you could look at it as it's the most exciting world that we live in yep it's 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 nuts but you know what i wouldn't have it any other way right now i mean being nuts 
Well, I mean, being nuts has always been tough, of course, for me. But, um, but like, no, you're right. I mean, look at the age we live in. We could literally bust out our phones and make a movie, <laughs> or you know, we we could we we have the power of the universe in our hands. And I'm not just talking about iPhones. You know, there there's you know, so many other devices that you can use, except for Huawei in a few. few, (laughs) Um, Windows phone, whatever happened to Windows phone? All right. Windows, Uh, (laughs) you know what? Uh, Pour one out for Windows because they really tried. Uh, (laughs) I I didn't think they were bad. They weren't great, but they weren't bad. Oh, okay. Well, let's do this. You know, I, I think, uh, I think we've probably beaten this thing to death um and you know this is always good to pull out every once in a while because we do get a lot of new people that that listen and have no idea kind of like of the history of how you know we went from film to digital and then the whole uh the change of the uh um uh, of the medium itself and and what it's done to uh, professional photographers, but also the opportunities that we have. So I think, uh, I think we have probably done a service, uh, in one way or another, or a, uh, uh, detriment. Uh, we'll let everybody, <laughs> we'll let everybody, uh, have their own opinion. Uh, I mean, and, look, <laughs> I, I, I am guilty of this too, because <laughs> I have to have some fine photographers, hosting a podcast when I'm not able to. Well, you know, uh, (laughs) Dave, Greg, and, and, and Matt are fine photographers. Uh, You know, you just happened to pick me up along the way because I, uh, you know, (laughs) <laughs> don't don't give me that bullshit yeah, don't sell yourself short yeah, yeah. oh no I mean, this I, is... you do sell yourself short because i know what you charge for that wedding that you photographed yeah. that one time. <laughs> <laughs> like you could have gotten at least 500 more yeah uh, it's true <laughs> i mean all right so all right we're going to transition for just a little bit i, I want for for episode 300 i i do want this uh, of all the times that we've been using the iPhone, what has been your most favorite feature? Uh, I mean, apart from the camera, like uh, I, that, that, that's pretty obvious. But I remember the, the, the thing that sticks out to me is uh, the movie Superman Returns, where, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> where the, now, mind you, Superman Returns happens, uh, it, it is filmed before the iPhone four is released before any iPhone is released. I forget is that what like year. eight years ago. I'll look it up. Yeah. But, but anyway, the, what happens in the movie is, um, Superman it, it saves miss Tessmacher and he flies, he flies down with her and this little kid with a flip phone snaps a <laughs> shot of Superman holding miss Tessmacher. 2006. Right? 2006. Okay, so it's a year before the first iPhone. Now, the next day, Perry White throws down this beautiful, immaculate <laughs> 8 by 10 photo. Black and white, because it's a movie. Because uh, all photos are, any printed photo is a black and white photo. That's right. He throws this down and he's like, this kid took it with a cell phone. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, bullshit! 
<laughs> you know, the, a cell phone that, that couldn't that, that has the worst graphics than a uh, first generation Nintendo, <laughs> you know, is is taking a, immaculate. I'm like, that will never happen, ever. And then iPhone four is released. Yeah, and it just blew my mind. Like that was that was the turning point for me, where where it was like, oh my god, you you can do an eight by ten immaculate black and white photo. This th- this has happened, and it it was the most mind altering thing in the world. So the iPhone four is like it still holds something near and dear to me as uh, the 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 thing that just blew my mind about photography. For me, I would say uh, the live photo features. At first, I hated it. I didn't think yeah. it was. I I didn't think it was a uh, a feature that I would use, and now I use it all the time. Um, especially when I make when I let the iPhone make the videos of a certain you know event or time, because it'll go through and actually use the live photo features to add to the video. They'll do a still, or it'll do a um, use part of the three seconds. Um, and then you know if I if I'm able to, I can show people kind of like, oh that's cute. Why were they doing that? Well, here's like two seconds before or a second and a half before what happens and what happened afterwards. And I go, Oh, that's pretty cool. I like that. So I, I think that is probably one that I would not have chosen, but since I have it and have used it, I think that is, that is pretty cool. Right on, man. I think for me, it's portrait mode, which I know is not professional quality, Obviously, but taking photos like in a family get together and being able just to, you know, quickly pull it out, especially when little kids are around, do a portrait mode and then just immediately send it to somebody. And it's like I've gotten we've got both me and Ruth have gotten such great reactions just doing that. And either people don't realize or don't know how to do it themselves. Cause a lot of times they have, you know, they have the two lens cameras so they could do it on their iPhone, but for whatever reason, they'd never tried it or they don't want to mess with it for whatever reason. And when we say, Oh yeah, here's this and here's the photo that came out and they're like, wow, can you send that to me? I want to post that or I want to send that to someone or something else. Can I make a prediction to kind of go on top of what you said? Go for it. I think with the new iPhones coming out this year, I I, I really think that uh, portrait mode they're going to double down on again. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have portrait mode in video. Ooh. Oh, interesting. In a way, in a way, you already have it. Exactly. But now... It's going to be proper. You're going to be able to record it. Yes. Because they it uses the video engine That's to show true. it to you on yeah. the screen, right? Right. And you know what? I can see them using the 10R experience 
and what they learned from that doing portrait mode and software only and combining that with the hardware if all the rumors are true with the ten with the next generation R being two lenses and the next version of the tens being three lenses combining both the hardware and the software to make not just video but even better photos i think it will if i'm going to like do the safe bet uh like what i really think apple is looking to do is being able to do video both on the front facing camera and the uh the 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 back you know the the real camera and then the selfie camera they want to be able to do video for both i think that would be the, the their ultimate goal because i think people would use that more uh for their video you know selfie videos on instagram and all that crazy shit um but if it's going to happen i think it's going to happen on the 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 rear camera first with the extra lens and processing power and then the 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 next version after the one this year will have it on the selfie camera but that's the that's the real goal is be able to do video on the selfie camera hmm. with, 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 yeah the the portrait mode video on the yeah. selfie camera hmm all right uh see so here who's next greg for me well, I, I got to agree with Dave with portrait mode because that was a game changer for sure. But the other thing um, that really was kind of a mind blower for me was smart HDR in the 10s. Um, never have I been able to take a photo of something. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll use an example that I posted on Instagram. It was a cow standing by a fence and it was just across the road from my parents' place. And I mean, that, that photo was straight out of the camera, except I lightened it just a little and I'm talking very little. Uh, but you generally, you cannot expose for say the foreground or, or the, or the ground below the horizon line and still get massive detail in the clouds. It was an overcast day. But with the smart HDR and the iPhone XS, it just did an amazing job with no processing needed. Uh, you couldn't do that with a DSLR unless you had like a graduated neutral density filter on there. Um, that to me is a game changer. The exposure latitude that you get out of this thing is, I mean, nothing short of amazing. So I'm excited to see what they talk about next week at WWDC with regard to, you know, what else they're going to do with the camera. Um, I think Mark's pretty, uh, the, the chances of video recording in portrait mode could be very good. I've never heard anything. Um, I don't know. But like I said, they've, they've got it already. Basically, they're showing it to you uh, on the live preview. They just have to make it stay on the, uh, on the, on the chip. That's all. But, yeah. uh, um, I mean, I mean, I could list a, a number of things that, that really, um, have kind of blown me away with the iPhone or, or set, you know, stand out. But, um, the smart HDR is, is, 
it's really amazing. And if, if I took a picture of a tree where you could see little bits of the sky in behind it, I mean, it picks up every little bit of it. Uh, it's not like some of it is is overexposed by mistake or anything. It, it, it's, it just does an amazing job. Nice. What about you, Matt? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Favorite feature. I'm not really sure. I use them all. I feel like I use like every feature, like pretty regularly. How so. about editing on the phone? <laughs> you do a lot of that, don't you? Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, that, that's not really a phone feature. It's more of apps and whatnot. I would say, it, all right, if I'm going to help you out it, in this respect, I think probably the, the biggest thing that you were uh, most excited about, from my point of view, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, or, or don't, let me feel good, um, <laughs> it's uh, the, the, just the size of the screen. For, because for the longest time, we, had, we, were, we were stuck with the, the smallest screen sizes, and then once... The, the the screen set that once that barrier was off you you were you know gung-ho about the size and, and the image quality um yeah i'll give you that for sure and uh as uh, soon as i can i will be uh upgrading back to the, the uh the the plus whatever the large yeah, Max <laughs> the Max or whatever is, it's called. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, yeah, screen real estate, I uh, love it. The more, the merrier. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I I use portrait mode uh, a lot. Um, I used it today actually and got a fantastic uh, shot of my son, and I, I really like the way it turned out. Portrait mode did really good. Um, hell, I use Siri. <laughs> from time to time I, i'm not saying it's my favorite feature but uh i i don't i don't like or dislike uh siri any more than i like or dislike um portrait mode um yeah, mark has I don't a, know. This mark a, has this is a yeah. tough question for me i don't i i can't think of like one thing where i'm like it's this thing i'm sorry uh, i have the blood from my ears yeah. <laughs> that that hate hate relationship with Siri. <laughs> you know, I, going back to to when Siri was announced, I was so excited. I thought this was going to be like Jarvis and Iron Man. I thought this is going to be my friend. <laughs> Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> There's a reason why it's not as good as the others, though. It's, and it, and it, it all boils down to the privacy that that Apple, you know, tries to give us, uh, you know, and the security, you know, all, all those other ones like um, uh, the Google Assistant and all that stuff. They're scouring your email. They're doing this. They're doing that. They're they're uh, listening to your freaking conversations for crying out loud. That's why they've got so much information to use to help you better. Uh, but Siri, just I'm okay. Crazy. I'm okay with Siri being as dumb as it is, but just it, because it's, uh, it's just a little extra on my part. Like, all right, it's not just it's not just me, but a friend of the show, Modburn, 
who's been on the show many a few times in the past, tries to call call me. Like he doesn't have tr- trouble calling anybody else using Siri. When it comes to me, Siri decides to be a little cheeky with him. Well, I wonder why. Call Mark Sadowski. Who do you want me to call? Mark Sadowski. Do you want me to call him? It's like, <laughs> And so I wouldn't after, expect anything less. And then after like five minutes of arguing, he finally calls me because he had to manually do it. And he's telling me this. I'm like, yeah, I know. All it's- right, Mark, hold on one second. Ask Siri to play Let It Go. Is she playing it? I don't hear anything. Tell me to let it go. <laughs> All right. You know what? Let me try. Because that was a thing. Play the song, let it go. Yeah, I can't hear her. There we go. Oh, they fixed it. They fixed it. Oh, I'm going to have to go back and find find that sound bite. Yeah, but you know what I really want to, what's in my heart? Uh, Hey, Siri, play the song. Immigrant song by Led Zeppelin. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, <laughs> on that there note, we. no. Um, so, uh, Matt, were you done saying what you were doing? Because I think we interrupted you. But, uh, Is he muted? He yeah, must he's, be muted. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Was there anything else that you were going to say about that particular subject? No. Okay. No. <laughs> Good deal. All right. One last thing before we end that I know we're going long, but uh, we're going to do our post pick of the week. Hold on. All right. Uh, uh, so who? What's that? I heard that. You did. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, I, I didn't yes. necessarily want to say it, but yes, we actually yes. That's amazing. You know, we heard the sound. Two, almost two and a half hours into the call, we finally heard it. Uh, Skype. Here, hold on. Can you uh, can you hear this? Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? I did, and I am entertained. Yep. there is absolutely no rhyme or reason (laughs) skype is my siri wait a minute let me try this siri play the song let it go what the hell (laughs) i'm unable to help you right now (laughs) i'm just a little friggin' drunk (laughs) actually i'm totally hammered so yeah, there's that. Wait, that wasn't my phone. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been letting your phone drink? Golly. All right. So it is post pick of the week and uh we are ending this uh this challenge which is Sky. Is that correct, Sky? Um mm-hmm. and uh who chose the image? 
Was it you, Dave? Uh, well, uh, we had a couple images, and... I think image number two uh, is my favorite. Yeah, two. I'll okay. go with that. The one from the airplane shot? Yep. Okay, so this is from Leslie Mitta. Um, it is, at least the reason I kind of, it grabbed my attention was it was completely different from most other shots that we, and don't get me wrong. Other shots were absolutely amazing. Um, a lot of shots were amazing shots, but not necessarily amazing sky shots. Uh, this is a Scott, a shot from the sky. Uh, that is a, a cloud formation from above looking down on it, hopefully from a plane, um, maybe in the middle of a sky jump for all we know. Um, but the, the, the shape of the cloud and how it kind of just stands out and almost looks like an island floating is what got my attention on this one. And just the details of the clouds from above that gave it a little bit different. Yeah, I like it. It's you know I I've taken some pictures from airplanes before, and you know most of the time it doesn't look good. But um, uh, the last time when I flew up to Minnesota, I was able to uh, get some good images. But we're not talking about mine. I like the um, I like the the light that is hitting those clouds that are in the uh, uh, foreground and the shadows of mm -hmm. the, the the background. It just that difference in um, uh, co that contrast is what really got me. And so you know, seeing clouds from above is is magical and, uh, and you know because we're always staring up at them so i do like this one what are your thoughts greg yeah it's really cool um yeah you know the just the whole image is really neat uh it totally different perspective um of what sky is all about or what we think about when we when we think sky uh, it's nice to see that she, um, you know, submitted this because the, you know, like you, I think you mentioned the shadows on the ground that, that you know, are, um, you know, basically directly below some of these clouds. It, it's really cool. Uh, uh, you know, the, the exposure wise, it's really good. Um, lots of detail in the highlights and in the shadows. And, um, I don't know, it, it's just kind of mind-blowing really um the way she's captured it cool what are your thoughts uh matt uh yeah the thing i like the most about it is how you can't really tell where the uh the the sky ends and like uh i'm guessing that's water down below um like where where the you can't see the horizon essentially is what i'm trying to say yeah so, uh, yeah, it, it kind of, I, I don't know, it, it adds some, um, not really mystery, but it, um, it just gives you this sense of kind of like 
unending scale. You know, it just adds to the Im- immenseness of the scene, kind of. And, uh, you know, obviously the, the perspective is pretty sweet. And not only that, the cloud that she photographed is a really interesting cloud. You know, it, the, just the, the shape of it and everything and the, the shadows and the highlights on it, it has a lot of dimension and stuff. So it's definitely a pretty cool shot. Very cool. What are your thoughts, Mark? Wait a minute. Are you guys talking about the one that, with the cloud, the, that white cloud right in the middle? Yeah. The, so the to me, it looks like that cloud. It looks like an island in the ocean. So that yeah, just gives me like that interesting. Per, again, it comes down to perspective. Yeah. Um, and you're looking down on it and it just looks like part of the landscape. So it's, it's kind of like a cross between, yes, it's a sky photo, but it looks, it's kind of giving you the sense of a land photo. Like it, 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 I I agree. I, 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 I dig this photo. Um, and, and, I, 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 that's, that's all I have to say. It's, it's just really cool. <laughs> You're looking down on it. looks kind of like a little volcano in the middle of an Island. And, uh, it was a lot of snow on it, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. it, it's, it's really cool. Very cool. Well, congratulations, Leslie. You are our post pick of the week winner. If you want to be featured as post pick of the week, go on to our Facebook group and look for our weekly photo challenge. Uh, and then, uh, we give two weeks for that. And on the off week, we use the hashtag tiny shutter on Instagram. And so, uh, go, you have two different ways of joining and, uh, Go and take a look. We have a lot of good images that are being posted. You guys don't see the irony in today's episode. I know, right? Hashtag tiny <laughs> shutter. But see, we're not making a dime off of it. That's the thing. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> we are the ultimate nonprofit. If, yeah, it, it's like we're, yeah, yeah, gosh. Okay, moving on. Um, <laughs> All right, so uh, uh, we've decided to go ahead and uh, announce our next challenge, which is photography, uh, was which is taking pictures of jeeps. And um, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, we're gonna our next challenge is going to be automotive, and so um, <laughs> uh, it could be old cars it could be new cars it could be cars in motion it could be cars sitting still it can be you know anything that has to do with automotive uh and we're we're talking uh cars and trucks uh so um we're not we're not i think one of the last ones we did in that genre was transportation so uh this is going to be a little bit more defined and we're going to do automotive any objections too late. All right. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, well, we're not going to um, jump into what we've been up to because we've gone long. But I want to say thank you to you guys for uh, making it to 300. And uh, I do have to say that uh, it has gone by very quickly. And... Uh, Mark, you have uh, 
um, you know, done a fine job of, of holding it all together. And, um, you know, we, uh, if if you, if you don't do the things behind the scenes, we don't have a show, and uh, so I want to say thank you for that. But uh, and I got to say thank you to you guys because if you didn't do the show, we wouldn't have a show. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's uh, it, it, yeah, it's you know, this this has been such a awesome, like awesome, awesome. Uh, experience and it, it's it's one of these things where it's I, I am so happy humbled and, and you know just in awe of our uh, of your all of your work and, and as well as our community because yeah. this is this is one thing I'm absolutely will brag till the end of time we are the best iPhone photography podcast on, on the internet. And Period. we are, of course, the only iPhone <laughs> photography podcast on the internet. But there's a reason for this. There have been so many that have tried, and every single one of them have failed. Because, one, we, we this show has changed so much since the very beginning. And it has been... Um, the the very first thing and the very core of this show is about the the love of iPhone photography and and the love of photography in general, um, and, and that has kept us afloat because we've had uh, you know you know in the very beginning we you know with, with uh, me Keith and Matt um, you know Keith had to, you know had to 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 move on. Because, uh, you know, he, he wanted to do something different and, and, and that's fine. And he's doing super awesome. And, you know, it, it, it was Joe that stepped in to, to, to pick up the slack. And when, you know, my pressures of, of my career started to, to weigh in, you know, the, we, we had, you know, both, uh, Greg and uh, uh, Dave, you guys came in and you just you just owned the place. And then when Matt had to leave and then suddenly come back, for, you know that that was a hard two weeks to deal. <laughs> God damn it! You guys were you were on top of things until he came back, and, no. and, and it's, you know it's like you, you it's like. It's like we didn't even know you were gone because everything was running so smoothly. <laughs> <laughs> One could say he was barely gone at all. <laughs> Dude, I, I was gone for like a solid month. Yeah. At, at least. <laughs> <I know. laughs> but the point is, like it, it's it's the passion for the 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 photography and, and the passion for the for for what we are able to do that that has been the glue that holds this uh podcast together and it's what holds the community together and without the four of you there would be no tiny shutter podcast um or there would be it'd just be a a dead archive yes golly Uh, it would be mark arguing with siri about iphone photography (laughs) you know what there's that hey look 
um, Patreon uh, Patreon goals there. Uh, <laughs> but you know, it's you know this this is you know three hundred episodes of, of just awesome photography talk and it, it it it's it's changed since day one yeah. and you know in 300 episodes it'll it'll change again yep. um and, and i look forward to it i i'm not afraid of what will happen because i i know we have uh you know you you guys are the you know you know my favorite podcasters and uh we have a great community on, on top of that so you know, kudos to everybody. Uh, everybody deserves a high five. Uh, I will say that uh, a little bit higher five for me for keeping the lights on. But you know, you guys, you guys get an equal fair share. I give you all a ten percent raise. Woohoo! <laughs> Score! Awesome. In, in in theme of this podcast topic today, <laughs> you know what? Let's make it twenty percent. All uh, right. I'm pretty. So, all right, honey, right, actually, going I, get, I get about 37% because I'm in Canada. That's right. Yeah, you know what? That's that's totally cool. <laughs> I'm sure the customs. The exchange rate. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. Well, gentlemen, um, I think uh, we should go ahead and end this show uh i think this makes up for not doing last week's show um (laughs) (laughs) but no it was good i i'm glad that uh mark was mark wasn't able to join the show last week uh but uh i was glad it um it worked out for uh for today so um yeah we uh this is the closest we've come to any type of uh mile marker show so Good, good on us, I guess. <laughs> Yay. Oh, and all right. we have to do is go on for six more minutes, and we'll have a, a show that's spread over the two days. There you really? go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's hey, right. It's almost say, this thing's getting this thing's getting to be Dan Carlin length. Ooh, no, <laughs> we don't. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let me go ahead and play this. We came. We saw. We kicked its ass. Yeah. You know, for once we earned barely. That. Well, for once what? <laughs> for once we actually earned that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's go around the room and tell everybody where they can find you. Let's start with you, Matt. All right. You can check me out on uh, Instagram, Flickr, Twitter, and the Artful Life Phonography community at M Hoffman Photo. All right, Dave. Yep, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter as ProfPod and in the group as Dave Podner. Greg. You can find me on Instagram as McMillan Photo, Twitter McMillan underscore photo, and just with my name on the Artful Eye Photography community. Awesome. And Mark. You could find me on YouTube. I am, uh, you could find the Tiny Shutter. YouTube channel by going to youtube.com forward slash tiny shutter or just do a search for tiny shutter. You'll find me. That's right. You can find me on Instagram at Joseph Ferreira. And like Mark said, just look up tiny shutter and uh, we have tinyshutter.com with everything on it. 
football. Oh, hey, Joe. It, well, but what better way to celebrate episode 300 than with your very own Tiny Shutter sticker? Oh, yes. Off of tinyshutter.com. Five Ooh. bucks helps us keep the lights on. That's right. What was that, Dave? And Well, I, I wanted to uh, mention, I forgot, but uh, earlier this week I was on the Wrestling Mayhem show. And um, I'm I'm pretty much introduced when I'm on the show of Dave Podner of the Tiny Shutter Podcast. So a, 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 a shout out to them since they gave a shout out to us. Awesome. Right. What's the name of that podcast? I got to check that uh, out. Wrestling Mayhem Show. Wrestling Mayhem. All right. Yeah. It's it's put out by uh, – it's in the Sorgatron uh, Podcast Network and – uh, they occasionally mention um, on the aus- their awesome cast podcast, which is their technology one. Um, occasionally, they I I put stories in there. Uh, most of the time, iPhone photography or at least iPhone related that they mention on there too. Gotcha. Nice, cool. All right, well, gentlemen, say good night. Good night, everybody. Here's to 300 more. Good night and have a great week. Prepare for glory. (laughs) All right, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave us a review and a five-star rating. See you next week. Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Kowalski, what's our trajectory? 95% certain this will end in massive, (laughs) flaming disaster. And the other 5%? Irrelevant, sir. I I thought you were dead. Oh, no. I told you. Well, I fibbed a little bit, but don't be mad. Remember, it's better to tell the truth. And that's no lie. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe! I'm getting tingly! Oh, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think somebody needs to lay off the buttons. <laughs> <laughs>